welcome to episode six of Let's Talk About It with your girl, the D-I-D-I-S, double K-Y, Diddy Sky. So excited to have you with us tonight. But before I get started, I would be remiss if I did not introduce my co-host, the voice of God, the man behind the meme. I call him Major. Hey, yo, what's up, Diddy? I'm hanging in there. How you I, been? I've been wonderful. I am traveling. So as you can see, um, I don't have the background that you're accustomed to seeing um, because I am, am traveling right now. But it's good to be here. And where you at? I'm out here minding my business. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me shut up then. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I'm out here making this paper, you know. Hey, I ain't mad at you. Money. Don't let that money make you. So that you know. It sounds like you enjoying the mafia, but I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> Can't talk about what you're doing. Won't talk about what you're doing. Exactly. Did you catch the uh, BET Awards this weekend? Oh yeah, you know I caught that. Yeah. Uh, so a lot to talk about. We're we're actually gonna talk about that a little bit more after our special guest uh, because my homegirl Trina um, is trending because of, um, you know, people are saying that she looked pregnant on the show. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the highlights as well from the BET Awards. But this episode is brought to you by Pop Shots ATL. Pop Shots ATL is an amazing 360 photo booth and event photography company that knows how to capture memories like nobody else. Perhaps you partied a little too hard at your recent event and can't quite recall all the amazing moments you had with your friends. If Pop Shots ATL was in the building, then you know they caught it all on camera. Their 360 photo booths are sleek and totally customizable with props and backdrops that'll have your guests flexing for the cameras. And check this out, y'all. They have a social media sharing feature that lets everyone show off their pictures and keep those memories alive long after the party is over. Pop Shots ATL takes exceptional care of their customers and pays attention to every little detail. So if you're looking to add some serious fun and unforgettable vibes to your event, Pop Shots ATL is the perfect choice. For more information, visit popshotsatl.com. That's P-O-P-S-H-O-T-S-A-T-L.com. That's right, Pop Shots ATL. Listen, the 4th of July is coming up. So definitely give them a shout so they so that they can capture your weekend and all of those special memories. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. This show is for you, and we want you to catch all of the exclusives that we have. We're going to have some bonus uh, shows as well, so we don't want you to miss anything. And you will receive a notification if you subscribe to this channel. Also, if you are catching us on my Facebook page after the show, not right now, we want you to go over and like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. But also go ahead and share this live with your family, friends, tell them to hop on in because this show is going to be for you. It is engaging. It's a chance for you to ask questions, um, you know, com give comments, concerns, whatever it is that you have. This show is for you. It is a platform tool vehicle 
uh, for you to express yourself and engage with us and our guests. So we're going to go ahead and hop into our special guest for tonight. I am so excited. She is a comedian, author, and host. She penned the book, Bye Bye Bags, Laughing to Lighten the Load, Your Load, and founded Baggage Claim Worldwide, a women's empowerment celebration. Please welcome our special guest, Dr. Kiana Nancy. We take that paper towel and put it in the toilet because we don't want that water to do what? Splash us on our ass, right? Girl, I could have gave you so many other clips. We <laughs> want that water to splash you. How are you doing, Dr. Kiana Dancy? I'm fantastic. How are you? You look beautiful. It is such Thank you. So do you. Thank you. It is such an honor to have you on the show. Um, tell us about who you are. Of course, you know, I had the pleasure of interviewing you before. But tell our audience who may be joining us for the first time who you are and how you actually got into the comedy industry. So I'm many things and I'm, I wear many hats. I'm a comedian. I'm a host. I'm an author. I'm an actress. I'm a franchise owner. I'm a life coach. I'm a real estate agent in two states. <laughs> I am so many things, but most importantly, I am a transformational speaker. And also I am the founder of uh, Baggage Claim ATL, Baggage Claim Worldwide. And Baggage Claim ATL um, and it's based on airport code. So it'll be ATL, NYC, HOU. So baggage claims is, is global, but uh, it's a women's empowerment celebration team. I love it. I love it. And uh, so the last time I interviewed you, you didn't have doctor in front of your name. Congratulations. Thank you. Why was that important for you to, to further your education? Well, you know, I'll tell you this. I didn't actually go seek it. It was given to me. It was an honorary doctorate that I received from Global International Alliance for the work that I've done in the community. I have coached over 2,500 and some change, um, 1,500 women on how to unpack their emotional baggage to become their best selves. I have numerous, numerous hours, almost 5,000 hours of uh community service my work is, has been in the community working you know in the trenches with women who have been held captive and hostage by the emotional baggage that they carry so that is what the, where the doctor comes from um, not to negate anyone has, that has gone to school and paid tuition but my payment has been the work in the community where I rolled my sleeves up got in the trenches and got dirty that's right that is right and you know again thank you you know, thank you for for pouring into the community and thank you for for giving back. Um, let's talk about your your comedy platform. How did you get into comedy? So I used to work for Samsung and when I got laid off from my job, you know, it was one of those things where I had always knew that I was funny, uh, but it's never anything that I thought that I would use to make a living from, right? So a friend of mine was telling me, oh my God, you're so funny. You should use some of these um, stories and these jokes to, you know, tell people about it. And I'm like, what? Girl, you want to laugh at my misery? And she was like, yes. So she challenged me to do open mic and I did that. It was open mic. They didn't throw, you know, apples or, or tomatoes at me. They invited me to come back. 
And ever since then, um, after getting laid off from my job, I was doing stand-up. I, um, I moved to LA, I lived in New York, moved back to Atlanta, been on tour with multiple ple people, including uh, Jess Hilarious, Country Wang, Earthquake, been out with uh, Martin Lawrence, been out with Cat Williams, been out with some of the greatest. My last um, bucket list has been working with Dave Chappelle. So. I knew I was funny, but just didn't know how far I could take it and what exactly I could do with it. Wow, David Chappelle. So what did you do with David Chappelle? I did shows. <laughs> I opened, yes, I opened for him. Yes, oh my goodness, that, that's awesome. I love Dave Chappelle. Um, I actually saw you live at the Atlanta Comedy Show. Okay, I'm here in Atlanta, okay. Uh, David Arnold. Rest in peace. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so and you were friends with him. So I was. He and I are both from he and I both are from Cleveland, Ohio. And David and I were working, had started talking about working on a project that I was working on. I had been talking to him about it forever. He was like, Girl, you got let me get through this thing with Nickelodeon. Let me get through this thing. And so, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, he passed before we could actually get that done. But it was just a blessing that he thought it was worthy for him to even work on. Absolutely. Um, comedy is one of those industries that, like the entertainment industry, is very male-dominated. And so how have you, uh, your many years of being in this industry, um, honing your craft and creating your brand, how has that been for you in terms of making sure that your name and your brand uh, stood out among the rest? Well, first of all, I stayed consistent and you said it, I created my own, you know, creating my own brand for my own lane. Listen, there is a slice of pie um, for us all. You know, there's, this is not, although it's a male dominated industry, but just like every industry can be male dominated. You know, the car industry is male dominated. The real estate industry can be male dominated. Um, the electronics, I own a CPR cell phone repair franchise store and it's male dominated. Uh, I don't necessarily look at them, men or women, as competition. I just look at me doing the best that I can with what I have. And I continue to press forward to just make sure that I stand out because what is for me is for me. And I just don't worry about what anybody else has. I love that. I love that. So it. it's just being consistent and being funny. Being consistent and funny. That, that definitely helps. Um, and so when we look at all of the hats that you wear, you know, you mentioned uh, real estate, um, you know, your community involvement and engagement, your comedy, um, also hosted uh, Sister Circle. So you, you have worn so many hats. How do you balance it all? You know, it's not always easy because I always I do say that I am a Jill of all trades. But the thing about it is you have to learn how to take time for you. I take time for me and I live by my calendar. And I won't tell you that um, some balls don't get dropped, but I will say that I take the time to refresh, renew, and then I plan. So with um, when I can plan what's on my schedule, on my calendar. I keep track of what's going on. And then also I'm driven by a different purpose. If, if for me, my purpose is not only for, you know, my career advancement, but also if I'm doing it for the kingdom, mm -hmm. everything falls in line. Mm -hmm. That's right. You do it for the Lord and he will lead and guide you. Um, how, what was it like hosting um, Sister 
with the ladies of Sister Circle. You know, hosting Sister Circle was my dream job. Like anyone that's ever known me knows that I had always wanted to be either a daytime talk show host or a late night talk show host. And there's a difference. Daytime, you you tend to have to be more pulled up and you know prim and proper. At night, you have the ability to um, let it let loose a little bit, let your hair down. You can say some things that so many you know not many people are gonna be offended by at night. So for me, it was a dream come true. It was a bucket list, definitely something that I'm very interested in getting back to. Uh, but it was a blessing for me to know that one, I can work and operate at that capacity. Right. I didn't I don't have sisters. I grew up as basically the only child until my little brother came. Uh, so and I, I say that, you know, I'm la I'm tickled every time I say it because I, I was the only child up until I was 14 years old. Wow. But it was an amazing opportunity for me. And I think it opened the doors on so many levels for me personally and then also opened introduced me to the world who did not know me at all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um you recently or you recently had a surgery um, to remove the bags from under your eyes. Um, you stated that this was something that you shared with your audience, with your followers, because you're someone who is very outspoken about your experiences. Was that experience a metaphor to your book? You know, Bye Bye Bags, you, you have the book and then you had that experience. And it's a release of some things for you as well. So I got the surgery in 2016, actually. And yes, as I was at home healing from the external baggage removal, and I don't know how to pronounce it, it starts with a B. But as I was getting the baggage, the bags under my eyes removed, I was laying there and there was nothing that I could do but heal. And so as I was having a conversation with God, I was like, you know what? I want to heal younger. I want to be prettier. Lord, do your thing, do your work. And he said to me, you will heal younger. Well, you will be prettier. But what you are not um, is pretty on the inside. So I knew that I had some work to do. When he called me ugly on the inside, and we know that he cannot lie, there was nothing that he looked. It is what it is, and it was what it was. So I started working on my internal baggage and started unpacking the things that hindered me from becoming my best, my best self. I'll tell you, your emotional baggage, your baggage that you carry shows up in the room before you ever will. People will remember you, how you made them feel, opposed to the things that you said to them. So, you know, like how, you know, the things you, I was rude. I was, you know, I've been rude. I've been curt. I've been dismissive, all those things. And so I knew that I needed to kind of work on the internal so they can match the external. Okay. And so, yes, to answer your question about the book, Bye Bye Bags, um, you know, was, it was, they, they came from each other. So as I wrote, as I was healing externally, I started writing the book uh, in my mind, of course, because I had bandages on my eyes. But again, I wrote the book, Bye Bye Bags, Laughter to Lighten the Low, where I discussed healing myself whole through laughter. And I encourage anyone to work on their internal baggage because we all carry baggage. But even if we don't acknowledge it, we all carry some sense of baggage. And that book has been the gate the door that has opened so many get so many opportunities for me and so many gates for me oh my goodness and and i certainly um am very appreciative of your book and the work that you're doing for women like myself to be able to release the baggage that we carry uh why is it that you think that women specifically carry and hold on to the internal pains uh, that we've dealt with in life more so, I, I believe, than men. 
I think that we we hold and we bottle things in because we are supposed to be strong and, and you know, we're like super women. And so what what do you think about that? It's interesting that you said it like that, because I disagree. I think men tend to hold in their emotions than women do. We are free with our emotions, but there is a lot of pressure to be strong and stay strong. We carry the burden of not only the home, but also the community and not only the community of the world. I will tell you wholeheartedly, that it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibilities and a lot of um, expectation of us to be strong. And I'm actually, uh, I get offended by that. Like I'm tired of people describing us as strong as if it's an award. Like, yes, we are strong, but we have to be strong because no one else around us are willing to take up the slack we got to do it ourselves. I say right. every time that the evolution of a strong woman came because of a weak man. Now hear me when, and let me explain what I mean by that. I'm okay. not saying I'm not calling men weak, but I am saying that if you see a woman who is overly strong and overly doing and overly this and overly that and da 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 and da 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 boom 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 boom, she's all the things. It's because she had no one else that she could trust that she could be weak with or she can surrender to. There was no one that she could say, you know what, today I can't do it. Here's the baby, here's the business, here's the job, here's the bills. So uh -huh. she's had to be all things to everyone. Everything to the husband, the wife, the kids, the, and I say wife because these days, husband, wife, kids, you got to be all the things in the business, and then you come home, you got to be all the things at home. Right. So I believe that we have just we we just we are operating just in that way because we have no choice. Mm. We have no other choice but to be who we are. If we don't do it, who's gonna do it? Mm -hmm. If we don't, if we don't do it, it won't get done. Now, mm. I hats off to all the strong men out there because there are strong men out there. There's weak women, weak men. There, there's weak and strong people on all sides of the of the, of the fence. But you know, to answer your question specifically, is because we are expected to, expected. and there's no refuge nor a safe mm. a place for us to surrender. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And does um, bye bye bags? Does that does it also touch on that? And also uh, your women's empowerment tea? Does it touch on the opportunity for us as women to lighten the burdens, lighten yes. the load, um, you know, turn over some of the responsibilities and sometimes sit back and like, like you said, I can't handle the kids right now. I don't want to cook, whatever. Is it an opportunity for us to speak our truth to heal our hearts? Yes. So, excuse me. I'll tell you that my book is called Bye Bye Bags for Laughing, Laughing to Lighten the Load. It's because I want you to do just that. I want you to take a day, kick your feet up, and just laugh. Every day is not worthy of a cry. But some days are. Mm -hmm. Some days you just have to laugh. Some days you just have to cry. But then at the end of the book, I really want you to come to the acknowledgement of who helped me pack these bags that I'm carrying? Who is responsible? Who else besides myself helped me develop this baggage that I'm looking around? I'm a child molestation survivor. I lost my dream job, but I also was in a long-term relationship that did not materialize into marriage. You have to understand that some of these things are not just you, but also you can't continue to point your finger at everybody else. The book, Bye Bye Bags, Laughing to Lighten the Load, is my story. But as you just saw, the journal that just popped up, that's the companion book. That is your story. You go through the journal and you write, today I'm not happy. Today I am happy. This makes me happy. This brings me joy. This makes me sad. In my journal, I have the um, blank pages where you can write. You can, if you need to, cry. Write it. And I encourage people all the time to write down the things that make them um, insecure, remind you of a shortcoming and your failure. Write it down. What are your failures? 
What are the things that you are embarrassed about? What are the things that you feel like has, has hindered you? Are you being held captive by your shortcomings? Are you being captive by your failures? And if you are, I encourage you to extend yourself grace because there's not there's no one on this planet that, are, that is perfect. And so the best way to get through your baggage is first of all, to acknowledge that there is baggage. Right. Right. You have to acknowledge that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. Nobody on this planet is walking around here with no baggage. But if you are, okay, fine, maybe you dealt with it, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you did deal with, deal with your baggage, but again, I'm going to say live a little longer, you're going to get some more. Because life is going to lie. So while you're dealing with life day to day to day to day to day, why not have a tool, right, to write it down, get rid of it, let it go, burn it up, do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. So I, my, my, my hope is that people understand that no one is perfect. Life gets very, very heavy. And, and you are not the bags that you carry. Mm. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and if I can share, I mean, I recently went through a very tumultuous divorce. And getting through that for me, uh, because it took me to a dark place, I was embarrassed. Um, you know, I felt like I had failed. Um, and so I literally had to think of a way and I had to seek, um, you know, the Lord's guidance to give me, uh, tools. Like you said, you know, the journaling, give me a tool to help me literally not get day, get through day by day. It was literally get through moment by moment. Yeah. Second. And sometimes it was seconds. Like I, I mean, and it was just so overwhelming for me for the things that I went through, not only with the divorce, but other things that I went through as well to get through just that piled was very difficult. And so for me, daily meditation and journaling, I, I journal as a, um, you know, a, a journalist, you know, as a, a reporter, I journal anyway. I never really journaled for my personal sake, like you just mentioned, journaling for your personal sake, writing those things down that trouble you, writing down the, the issues, the, the troubles and the, the pains of your heart, writing down things that I need to work on on myself. Um, and so all of those things help me with my journaling, with my meditation, those things help me through my day. What do you say to people who are naysayers with using the resources and the tools, whether it's journaling, meditation, counseling, people who just say, I'll get over it. I'll figure it out. What do you, you know, say? I, I think it's unfortunate and I'm happy to hear, first of all, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your divorce, but this is what I say and um, all the time to the people, anybody, anybody, if it's impeded on your peace and your joy, it can't have you. Now, again, you know, once you get married, of course you take those vows seriously, but if whatever, if you have done all the work, you literally have prayed together, you've gone to counseling, you did therapy, you did shadow work, you did this, you did that, that, and it still have not worked. You guys are trying to date each other again, and it still has not worked. You've compromised, it still have not worked. It gets to the point where you say, okay, I've done everything that I have done, I can do. Have you done everything that you can do to make this work? And if the answer is no, you got to go. I don't care what it is and who it is. If it impedes on your peace and your joy, it cannot have you, period. Because it's a formula. Peace, right. joy, you. But if it's no peace, no you. No joy, no you. Life is very, very short. Very short. So while you're sitting here trying to figure out how do I put, how do I, how do I do this? 
Well, guess what? Life is too short. You might go to sleep today and not wake up tomorrow. No one has time to wait and waste time with someone who's not willing to make this work. If we come to the minds and say, hey, we're going to make this work. Me and you, I am committed to making this work. So what is it? What's not? What What am I doing? Where, where can we meet? Come, you know, come together now. So don't ever internalize that as a, a failure. You did what you, I'm assuming you did what you could do to make the relationship work. It is what it is. If you guys cannot make it work, move on. Now, you mentioned therapy. You mentioned what else can people do? I am an advocate for mental health support. I believe wholeheartedly that especially people of color tend to go to our, we will do everything. We'll get our hair done. We'll cut our hair. We'll change our color. We'll beat our face. We'll go to the gym. We'll buy a new car. We'll get a new house. We'll do all the things to make it look like we're doing all right. But we're steady walking around here broken on the inside. We're struggling on the inside. You know why? Because we look at going to get mental health as a weakness. Mm -hmm. I'm a subscriber to PCP. Prayer, couch, and prescription. Now, I'm happy, ma'am, to hear you. Didi, you know me. I'm a That's prayer right. warrior. I'm That's happy right. to hear that you say, I went to the Lord. But the mm -hmm. Lord gave you another tool. It's called common sense. And it's called right. therapy. And it's called a counselor. So get yourself on the couch, which is C. Mm -hmm. Prayer, couch. And then the last one is prescription. See, the words say, prayer without, prayer without works is dead. Right. So yes, you pray, but what else did you do? Mm -hmm. so your, your work is, your therapy, your counselor, your community. Right. The works is your, 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 your journaling. Mm -hmm. The works is looking inside internally. Now, what else can I do to make this better? So prayer, couch, and prescription, period. And all of those things should make you a better person. Now, let me say this. I am, thank God, I've never needed a prescription, but there are people out there who need a prescription. There are people who struggle with, you know, hearing voices, have anxiety, who you have a lot of mental health, you know, situations that they need more than just prayer and couch. Right. If you need a prescription, don't allow people to shame you into not getting the assistance that you need. That's right. That's yeah. right. That is so, you, listen, our audience is chiming in. They are here with us. Deborah said, that's right. She said, amen. Um, Stephanie said, Stephanie Blackman said, yes. And Stephanie Walden said, preach. So <laughs> they are coming through. Uh, Levi is here. And he said that he appreciates the passion and the purpose that you have, uh, girlfriend. And Rachel Lewis says, I love the vulnerability and realness in this episode. So... You know, it took me a long time. Okay, so a couple things. I won't say it took me a long time, but it did take some time for me to really figure out like what is happening. So for example, I'm gonna give you an example of something. If you meet a woman and she has absolutely no female friends, not a one, you gotta sit back and be like, girl, not one? You have no female friends in your tribe? What is it that makes you insecure or uncomfortable to be around your own kind? Right. That makes you wonder, what is what is the problem, right? Mm -hmm. What about you know guys who? And I'm always intrigued by men who say, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to a counselor. No, no, no. You look, being black, you need a therapist. Before anybody say that we're gonna get uh you know reparations, they need to be talking about mental health and therapy. Why? Because we've been through some traumatic experiences. Waking up every day being black is a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. 
getting up going to work getting up not sure if you're gonna come home because you know you got to fight tussle with everybody the caring a kin the police you don't know what's going on and each other right Correct. So mental health is a thing that we all should be an advocate. We all need someone to kind of help us, to help us unpack the baggage that we carry. Right. And baggage, my friend, it's not always, oh, I'm a child molestation survivor. Yeah, but you just went through, you literally just went through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And a person that went through a divorce can internalize that as a failure. No, it just didn't work. Right. We grew up, we outgrew each other. He wasn't, you know, we wasn't sexually compatible, whatever, whatever, whatever right. the issue is. Exactly. After you didn't pray about it, you didn't sat on the couch about it, y'all done did everything that you can do. Because, you know, I'm a believer. So I'm a believe because I'm believing that we're going to do everything that we can do to make this work. Right. But because it didn't, Lord, listen, forgive me for this one. I got to go. <laughs> got to go. Got what? to go. What do you want women to receive from Baggage Claim Women's Empowerment Celebration Team? So first of all, Baggage Claim, Lord, I wrote the book, Bye Bye Bags, Laughing to Lighten the Low. And I said, okay, now what, God? Because you you reading me down. So he said, well, you asking women to get rid of their emotional baggage that they don't even know that they're, you know, they are not even claiming that they have. What you mean? He said, you're telling women to get rid of their bags. And most of them are walking around saying, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Why? Because when you say, I got baggage, I got drama, I got trauma, now that's you, you know, you're putting your heart on your sleeve. Now mm -hmm. you're opening yourself, you're being vulnerable. Now right. it's a whole lot that goes into that, sis. So it's now, right. you know, it's like, okay, do I really want to put tell my tea and tell my business? Okay. So God said baggage claim. Baggage claim is a safe destination for women to claim, heal, and release from the emotional baggage that we have ever carried. I carry baggage. You carry baggage. Karen had baggage. Donna had baggage. Listen, Big G had baggage. All of us had baggage. Levi had baggage. But the thing is, are you going to continue to carry that baggage because you don't have to? Right. You do not have to. You, it's a choice. You can make the decision to pick up your baggage and drop it, carry it into the future, and leave it there. No, you don't have to. But you can make this. You can make the decision that you're going to be happy. That's right. So what I want people to, the women, because this is a women's um, celebration, because we're celebrating being happy, healed, and whole. And fellas, let me say this before you even get go there. Just because <laughs> we're empowering women does not mean we're emasculating men. This is what I believe, sis. Hear me, girl. If you empower a woman, she's an old, happy, healed woman. She's a juicy woman. <laughs> okay. Ready for you. She ready. She right. her juices flow mentally, physically, all yes. things. When she's aligned, she's mm -hmm. in the, she's in an amazing place. Now right. what? So fellas, you can't come, but you can send your ladies, send your wife, your girlfriend, your niece, your not your daughter. You know, send your grandma, send your people, send your side chick if you want to, but she might not come back as a, as your side chick. <laughs> she might not come back as the side chick, huh? Okay, she might be coming back. Why? What we doing? But what I want people to do. When they come to baggage claim, I want them to understand, if, no matter where you come with your cup, if your cup is half full or third full, whatever it is, I'm coming, I, I want you to come to get your cup refilled. We are going, you're going to, wall to wall, there will be women in there that are either coming into their healing, in the middle of their healing, or on the tail end of their healing. They've been through that, they've done that. But guess what? You, we're not trauma bonding. What we are doing is we're bonding through our victory. I overcame this and that, and let me show you how. Matter of fact, I'm going to be your accountability sister. Oh, I love that. 
love that. So there will be a poet. Shout out to Teresa the Songbird. There's a singer, Zabio uh, Janae. Uh, and a one-woman show with me in a way that many of you have never seen before. I know oftentimes people say, I've never seen you headline before. Well, this is it. This is a one-woman show. It's going to be fantastic. Every ticket purchased will get a gift bag. And this, my dear, you do not want to miss. You don't. You don't. And I am a strong believer that we are overcome by one another's testimony. And so hearing, sharing, and receiving what's in this conference is major. And I suggest that the women, if you are in the Atlanta area, make sure you check it out. If you're not, make it a girl's trip. Come in town yes. and, and be there for it. Um, let me ask you a question, girlfriend. Are you living the life that you dreamed of? Wow. You know, I am. And I say that because First of all, who knew that I haven't had a real job since 2009. And when I say real job, like getting up to work for someone else, clocking in, being held accountable with somebody else's, you know, responsibility or none of that. I, I am living the life that, first of all, clearly the God, the God wanted me to because I, he made me go back to work. <laughs> so like, I, I'm very happy where I am. I will tell you that I would have thought maybe I would have been married by now. But, you know, it, everything happens in God's time. Right. And regardless of what I want, I always tell people, keep planning and see him and watch him change your plans. Mm -hmm. That's right. That is so true. I love uh, my life. I'm living out my passion. I'm living out my passion and my purpose loudly. I'm unforgiving for the things. I mean, for, from being able to tickle tummies and heal people and put a smile on their face to being able to coach women into letting go of their baggage to being able to, you know, all of the hats that I wear have come out of some sort of necessity. I'm a real estate agent in two states because I thought I wanted to buy a house and I was like, wait, how much is the commission? Oh, I want that commission. That's mine. I right. do that. Went and got my license and I sold my house to myself. Put that in my bag. I love it. Put that in my bag. And that's the thing. You want to get rid of your emotional baggage so that you can get some luggage. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the difference between baggage and luggage? Baggage is going to hold you down and hold you back. Nobody wants you to show up every time into this relationship, to this job, to this building, or anywhere where all this butt is luggage. Girl, if you don't leave that at home, no, get rid of it. You want luggage. So that you right. can take a little vacation, a staycation, a vacation. Girl, luggage going to let you soar. Luggage yeah. going to let you fly. Baggage going to hold you down and you're going to look crazy trying to drag it around. And nobody don't want that. Nobody, want nobody that. don't want that. That's right. You do something that I really love on your social. Um, you say, what's in what's in someone's bag? What's in your bag? So tell us about that. All so this is, you know, one of those things is trying to create content, but I will tell you this, a lot, you can tell a lot about a person by what's in their bag. Like there's women, girl, who I, I didn't found so many things, money, drugs, guns. Uh, there's a lady, uh, Miss Bobby on my social media has so many mints and Listerines and two brushes and two paste and uh, floss. I was like, girl, what is happening here? But you know, she might have an issue with her breath or she don't want to have an issue with her breath. But whatever is in your bag tends to tell you, say a, a lot about who you are and also your state of mind. They oftentimes say that your home is a reflection of your mental. Your car is, a, you know, a lot of guys say, oh, your car is messy. You don't have a man. Like, I definitely believe that your purse was in your bag 
is an actual reflection of your mental, of your psyche. So you, you know, listen, you got a lot of keys, you don't want to get locked out. You know what I mean? It's a, it says a lot about who you are. That's right. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of blown away. And I got to be honest, man, as a guy listening to all of this, man, woof. You know, a lot of the fellas, man, if they ain't coming correct, they'll be afraid to send a woman to one of these little seminars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that, and I hear that a lot. And that might be another reason why I'm single, because you can't step to me any kind of way. And I, I wish men understand, like, these days, women are, we want... I desire a man to step to me and say, I love you. I well, I like you. I would like to get to know you. What happened to that guy that was okay with, I mean, I'm not saying we want to turn you down, want to reject, reject you, but it's yeah. nice to have a man approach. Hey sis. Okay. He was, he was saying that <laughs> men can't, um, you know, men are not going to want to send their ladies because they should going to come back. But when you want your, yeah. and this is what I said. That's right. If you and I'm starting to change a little bit, but I will tell you this: if you fix the woman, you fix the home. You fix the home, you fix the community. You fix the community, you fix the world. Now, when I say fix, I don't imply that we're broken, but I will tell you that we're all broken to a certain capacity. But it's a choice that you make. You have to decide how broken am I going to remain. I think that in all areas of our life, there is some sort of brokenness, but we heal in one place and maybe are still, you know, attending to another, right? Man and woman. So when I say I'm changing, it's because what I would love to see is not only is the woman fixed, not only is the woman, she get herself together. I would love to see that man too. That man, if you fix the man, you fix the home, you fix the home, you fix the community, you fix the community, you fix the world. But with that being said, now you have two fixed people. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, the, the society, the enemy, the devil, whoever you want to call, has been putting in work to break down the family. Mm-hmm. So if you have a strong man and a strong woman and they're together. That's a power couple. Now that's a power, power couple. But see, a man can't, this is the thing. And I, one of the realest things that I ever heard recently And I said, Jack Daniels. I don't always agree with everything that Jack Daniels said, the dating coach. But he said something that I thought, that's deep. Mm. He said, a powerful, independent woman desires to ride in the passenger seat. When I tell you, he won't lie. There are days where I just want to surrender, sir. I just want to give it to you because I don't want to deal with it. Not that I can't. Not that I'm unable. I am very capable of dealing with it, but I don't want to today. I want to right. be soft and I want to be gentle. I want to be your peace to your war. I want to be your Eve to your Adam. That's right. And we can't do that. Yes. If you to, you're not you ready. Want to give, you have to do the things so that we yes. can surrender that key and give yes. that key and feel that we can trust you with yes. us as a whole, like you said. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. The reason why we don't surrender is because we don't trust. And we can't trust because you haven't been proven. And you haven't proven, but it, it's so, it goes on and on and on and on and on. But we love you. We honor you. And we're doing what we can to support you and build you. But this we can't do this by ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. Oh, Although we have. We don't want to do it by ourselves. We don't want to do it by ourselves. My no. girl. <laughs> what, what Wow, I'm I'm blown away. I'm I'm gonna get out of here. I got some thinking to do. I need to think. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
<laughs> think and do the work, Major. Think and do the work. Dr. Yes. Dancy, tell everyone how they can stay connected with you. And of course, you have to share again how they can join Baggage Claim Women's Conference. Yes. So first of all, you can follow me on all things social. It's Kiana Dancy, K-I-A-N-A. -A. Last name is D-A-N-C-I-E. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, my website, everything the same, TikTok, Kiana Dancy. That is me across all boards. Also, baggage claim again is July 22nd at ATL Comedy Theater at the underground location. What is baggage claim? Baggage claim is a safe destination which means no matter who you are, no matter what you got going on, no matter what you're going through, it is you are in a safe place to come claim because you got to say, I got a problem. Release, we're going to let it go and heal because we're going to, I'm going to give you the tools to at least start you on with the tools to become a better person. So heal, so baggage claims a safe destination to, heal, to claim, release, and heal from the emotional baggage that you ever carry. Maybe you're not carrying it now, but live a little and you will get some eventually. So come to Baggage Flame July, 20, July 22nd at ATL Comedy Theater. You can get tickets at atlcomedytheater.com, underground location. We would love to have you. Every ticket purchase, get a gift bag. There will be a poet, Teresa the Sunbird, a singer, Zabiel Janae, one woman show with me. And regardless of where you are, planes fly, cars drive. Come on and see. Come on in. That's right. And check out my girl, Dr. Kiana Dancy. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Wherever you are, I pray that you are safe. And make sure you listen. Have a good time because life is short. And you don't always just be going to be working. Go outside. I'm going to come outside. And I'm coming to that baggage claim. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Absolutely. Love you back, sis. So, let me say this real quick. Sure. People think the baggage claim is, is going to be a bunch of crying. That's not true. We're going to laugh, we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, but we're going to celebrate being happy, healed, and whole. So pull up. If you don't think so, come through, be wrong. Come right. through. Let's have a good time. Let's laugh, let's pray, and celebrate because it's going to be off the chain. You do not want to miss it. And remember, you are not the bags that you carry. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Take care. Dr. Kiana Glancy. You guys make sure that you check her out.